Hello and welcome to Living the Wit Life with Wit Ministries. The ministry's leaders on this podcast are, with more than 20 years of experience in ministry and also as a public speaker, Jared Wackenfuss. Also with 20 plus years as an entrepreneur and a leader in the marketing industry, Troy Foster. And I'm Matt Russell and I'm the director of Walking in Truth Ministries or WIT Ministries. We're so excited that you're joining us here today. And as we discuss today's topic and how that can help you in living the WIT life. everyone and welcome to another fabulous episode of living the wit life um, we're excited today we're actually going to be finishing up a series that we, we've been talking about uh, but as we're now going to go ahead and have the introductions i'm matt russell i'm one of the directors of walking in truth ministries and i have with me uh here tonight i've got jared walkenfoos who's coming to us coming to us from a different location he just throws a just some crazy random stuff at us every once in a while. But Jerry, go ahead and kick us off with a wonderful blessing that God has bestowed upon you and your family this week. Well, let me tell you something. Just before quitting time on a Friday, my daughter calls me and says, Dad, my truck broke down. And I'm scrambling around because I'm almost two hours away from her. And I'm thinking, who do I know in the Prescott, Arizona area? And I start thinking of who can I call? Well, lo and behold, eventually um, somebody responds to the call and is able to help my daughter get her truck um, to where it needs to be, you know, towed to a mechanic somewhere. She's safe. She gets a ride home. And um, that person, you know, keeps me in the loop and what, you know, it's like a second dad to her while I'm away. So his name is Steve. And I'm just going to give a shout out to Steve for being a blessing in our family's life. And um, he just responds to my daughter when um, she was thanking him. And she said, well, thank you, Mr. Francis, and, you know, for taking, taking me home. He said, that's what family does. And uh, he's talking about not, you know, blood family. He's talking about the family of God. So that blessing right there, that's something that you just can't put a, a dollar sign on. You can't. Um, express how awesome that is to have that type of a blessing in your life. So that's a blessing in our family is just relationships um, within the body of Christ. And I'm super excited about that. So that is huge. Yes, it is. That is great. Yeah. Well, Troy, we have here also Troy Foster, another one of the directors with WIT Ministries. Troy, tell us. Update us with the blessing from this week. This week has been busy. Mm. Very, very busy with the potential move in Jesus' name. Uh, we're getting closer and closer to our closing date. And it's it's like, hey, you're getting close to this thing. We're going to add really big jobs into this. Mm. And so I've had... The last four jobs, each one of them, one was a 28-hour job, 
Mm. One was 14 hours. The other one was 12 hours. And I think the other one ended up being like nine. So a lot of really big jobs have come in and it's good to be busy because mm -hmm. I've been the opposite. And so we've had a really blessed business week this week. That is awesome. And, and you, Mr. Russell, well, enlighten us on your blessing for this week. Well, I mean, it, it seems kind of simple, but sometimes it's just those simple blessings that are just so big. Um, business has been doing extremely well. And so that's a blessing in itself. Um, and I'm so thankful for that and the provision and the fact that, you know, we pray all the time that God would just highlight different people for us to reach out to and help. And, and when we do, it's, it's, it's almost like, man, that was so easy. God, who, who do you have next? So I love that and being able to help people. Um, but then also this week, my wife and I, we've been working on a design for a rack card. These are cards that you find in racks. Yeah, that's why they're called a rack card. Well, we have our brochure that we've had. We had this for our marketing director who needed something to be able to have in his hand when he walks into a place to say, Hey, tell me about your ministry. And he says, well, here you go. Here's what we do. So we, my wife, she designed this and put it all together. So this is our brochure that we have for Walking in Truth Ministries. It's phenomenal. And then she used the same theme and created the rack card or our support card. And so with this, this talks about as in our brochure, which is kind of amazing. She said, wow, I didn't even intentionally do that, but we won't give that secret away. Just don't tell anybody else. But you can see here in the trifold brochure, there's a picture of a guy with his head down. He's praying with his hand over, you know, land out before him. This is talking below. It's talking about our land and building campaign that we're currently doing. And then she put together this brochure for support. And she used the same picture. I'm like, oh, that's just perfect. Jeez. She's awesome. And she talked about the land. She, when we got it back, she goes, huh, I don't know if that's just dumb luck or serendipitous. And so we'll just call it a blessing. But anyways, um, this actually came in just perfect. We're, we're about to go out of town and we're going to go visit family in Fort Worth. And when we do so, I've got these available to go hand, not have to mail them. That's another blessing. Mm -hmm. I can go give them to the marketing director who lives over there so we can start going in and talking to people. But we've got these available with different little incentivized ways that people could give. Um, and this was great. The timing of it, uh, it was right as this company always sends out different deals. It just so happened that they sent out a, for today only, 60% off, right as the... Right as we got everything ready. So that was a blessing. I mean, it's just been one thing after another of just thank you, God. Thank you, God, that we've had this on our heart to do. And it was that timing that he put there that it was it just ended up being such a huge blessing. Not a burden that we had to do, but a blessing that we got the, the opportunity to do. And now I'm ready to go and reach out to people who want to support. Yes. Um, you know, the thing is, our podcast is listener supported, as Jared pointed out to me. That's true. I mean, yeah, people can actually go and they could they could give and donate to the podcast. We've got this podcast, which is Living the Wit Life. If you don't know that, well, that was serendipitous. 
this is living the wit life and you just stumbled <laughs> yeah. upon it if you didn't know welcome aboard yes but then we also have another one which is our daily portion which is a daily reading uh i just finished up today i think episode 212 Ooh. so 212 days straight awesome. we've had scriptures and a nugget and uh we're about to get to the point that we're gonna be adding some more in there um changing the plan about october we'll see it kind of go whoa what just happened but anyway wow. it's um it's phenomenal oh and uh i do have one more thing as far as a blessing but i'll keep my finger here so i remember i'm keeping this because i didn't have any string to tie to my finger i'll yeah. just keep my yep. finger up so uh it's an okay finger it's a good one 212 degrees 212 that's right it's steaming up now folks 212 yeah. our daily portion it's about Woo. to get Hot, hot 212 baby yeah so um nice. with the podcast that we have both of them are listener supported but we also have of course the ability for people to go to our push pay our push pay account which is off of our website or they can even text they can go and text and but whatever they can go to the website which is walking they can go to the support page on walkingintruthministries.org and then they can hit give and they can set up we've got people who are actually sending their tithes we've got people that are just have a set on a continual giving plan which is so great so great i'm awesome. i'm so thankful yeah. for that that we've got people just giving to the ministry and uh, i mean we've got a men's event coming up in september and uh, that's one of the struggles with men, just so you know, again, not giving away any major secrets, but men have a problem with committing early. <laughs> For sure. They're ready to see once nothing else comes up, then they'll mm -hmm. commit. They're kind of a last minute, you know, species. And they wait till the very end and they go, I guess since there's nobody else, I mean, there you go. Mm -hmm. I mean, James Taylor and the Eagles are coming to town in October. I guess I can go in September. It's like, just commit. Right. <laughs> Which yeah. is, that's a whole different episode, by the way. Because yeah, think absolutely. about who you're delaying the commitment to. But whatever. Mm. Oh, that's deep. You're saying, wow. God, I'll commit to you if nothing else better comes along. Wow. And I just kind of go, men, come on. Don't, mm -hmm. it's not me you're committing to. You're committing to spending time in the wilderness with God. And we're just, we're wanting to facilitate that. But anyways, yeah. so we have people who are, there's some that have given donations as far as scholarships. There's some that have given donations as a continual tithing. And like I showed you on that support card, once they reach a certain level, they're going to get different incentives like recognition on the website or on, you know, their business logo on different places or shout outs. Well, we'll actually have um, like we we do a uh, for this podcast and for the other one, we do a little, you know, commercial or a live spot for uh, Win Big Financial Group. Well, we would do it for things like, I don't know, spicy mics. For example, I see Mike's barbecue as an example, because yeah. as a supporter, we'd give him that, um, be marketing for him. We'll, we'll be able to do that. But anyways, so 
Here's the. Oh. So Matt, how about if somebody wants some of these hard copy, can they email their name and address to info at walkingtruthministries.org and get one of those support cards sent to them so they can put it on the refrigerator as mm-hmm. a daily reminder, not only that, hey, I'm partnering with this ministry that's going to be helping to change lives through the different events that they have, but also as a reminder to pray for us on a regular basis and pray for the people who are going to be coming and having their lives changed. Uh, is that something they could do? Yes. You Absolutely. are amazing. And I, I, uh, something I was thinking about because, <laughs> well, Matt, I'm just going to let you know, I'm going to send an email right now so that you and the home office there at Walking Truth Ministries can get it, my name and address, so I can have one of those cards to put on my refrigerator and a brochure to peruse through as I'm thinking about ways that I could continue to help support Walking right. Truth Ministries. So yes, thank you for sending definitely. that to me. I, I look forward to receiving that in the mail. Now you had one other thing that you weren't going to forget and i'd love to hear it and our (laughs) listeners are waiting right now to hear that one thing kind of like on city slickers there's that you know one thing one thing thing. as soon as it comes back to me i'll definitely get it to you (laughs) i took my finger down because i forgot and there it went it disappeared totally did but it was a huge bless oh i know what it is there you go here it is Ah, okay just it's like Here's one of the good things, just so you guys know, with ADD, it's like that viewfinder, you know, the little red thing, you kind of go click, 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 you know, and the little yeah. card flips around, you see a different right. picture. That's what ADD does. It just comes back around. Just wait, just wait, and it'll click back. It. But here's what it was. So uh, we're international, as we all know, or we know, and we've talked about it on Worldwide. other podcasts. We have been in every, we have listeners in every continent except Antarctica, Oh, I don't on. know how many listeners there are there, um, but if they're able to, great. I would love that. But we had everything but South America. We had the entire world was rep- all the continents were represented. Uh, I think fourteen different countries. But as of this week, we added Brazil. Now I was going to say it has to be Brazil. We added Brazil. We are officially in every continent with major metropolises you know with people (laughs) not just penguins penguins yeah and i don't even think there's a lot there they're all in the southern tips of you know south america that is so awesome but we're all around the world so phenomenal so there's another praise right there that is a blessing our listeners are a blessing yep and seeing that we've got people all around the world and we're adding more and more people in canada like that is great, eh? I mean, hey, I love it. Hey, welcome aboard. I'll tell you, I'm a big hockey fan, so I thought Montreal should have done it, you know. So, but anyways, um, yeah, I mean, I am a Dallas Stars fan. Please don't hate me for that. But still, I love hockey. That's Canadian as you can get. Um, so there's an update on where we are. There are the blessings that we have. Um, that we've just wanted to share with you guys this week, but we want to hear about your blessings too. So just yes. like Jared mentioned, info at walkingintruthministries.org. Please just send us, you know, if you would request to have brochures, maybe you want more than just one. Maybe you want some that you want to share. Fine. I'll send them to you. Um, but also 
I want to hear. We want, we want to hear about your blessings. We want to hear about your prayer requests. We want to partner with you in this. Uh, so please do that. Info at walkingintruthministries.org. Now, that's the drum roll. I don't know if you can hear it. Very Usually funny. Jared tells me when I yeah. tap on my desk, he's like, stop. <laughs> We're going to finish up a series that we've been talking about for the past three. This is the fourth uh, episode that we've been talking about Christians in politics and in government. We have been discussing how in order for us to really understand how Christians should be involved, we should first understand how we were made, who we were made to be, and what was the purpose. And then also understanding um, in our lives, you know, once we understand in the beginning that we were created in God's image, once we understand that we were created to be to uh, be fostering an environment where it's God's kingdom coming, we want we want to invoke God's kingdom into this world. So we want to just be calling that in and trying to do things that welcome that in. We want to also uh, recognize in that that we're spiritual beings. We're spiritual beings um, as well, made in God's image, three in one. And then we're also the temple. So everything that we do as a temple should be sacred. There's no secular with us because yeah. sacred means the things that are for in the temple and secular means things outside. And if you are the temple, everywhere you go should be sacred. So first we looked at that. And then in the next episode, uh, you still need to go back and listen to those. I mean, this is just a summarization, but that next episode, we talked about the life contract mm -hmm. and how as a follower of Christ, we have a life contract. It was weird. Everybody just switched places with me. Well, not with me, but that's okay. Anyways, um, on my screen, everything just went weird and switched, but that's irrelevant. How easily distracted you are, Matt. So the life contract that we have by being a follower of Christ means that we should be living, walking, doing things within the covering of that contract, not outside of it. So the actions, the, uh, the decisions that we make should fall in line with that contract. And then the, last week, we talked about the affiliations that we have. Uh, we, oh, we yeah. discussed a little bit about what day is it, you know, and if this is the, the end of days, if we're reaching that time uh, on the, the timeline that Jesus is returning, which we're supposed to live every day like it's today, that was what we were directed to do. So if we are living like it is today, then you want to make sure that you're on the right team. And yes. then God does care about who we're aligning ourselves with. And as Troy pointed out so beautifully in last week's episode, there's different levels with the, he drew some concentric uh, circles for us, which was yes, phenomenal. It was he, very fabulous. He painted us a picture on paper. I mean, he did it. Oh, it's back. there it is again. Revisited oh, by goodness. the concentric circle. Those of you just listening, you're missing out. Those you're of you missing watching out. You on need YouTube, to go to the YouTube channel, oh, Walking you, in Truth. Yes. Oh my goodness. That was no, actually, that's a great that's a great yeah. 
Wit Ministries. Just search it and, and look for it, find it. Yep. You'll see and, the logo. Uh, you're going to love it because show that piece of artwork again, Troy. <laughs> Flash that up there. It, really it is, is good. I haven't seen artwork that good since the third grade. That's, that's hey. what I'm thinking. It hey. is amazing. And I spelt you correctly. You did. It's backwards on my screen, though. But oh, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. It's not. No, it's, it's right not. Right. Wait, maybe <laughs> if I turn the turn it around. So, so, um, so that was the third episode, is what you're yeah, saying, Matt. Yeah, and then the is that leading circle. us into what we're going to be right. talking about today as we put a bow on this conversation and this series? Yes. And so, where are we headed today, Matt? Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Usually I send out an email kind of giving us some kind of a direction because you don't want to just have random conversation going on. That's not good. Not with us. Yeah. I mean, we like to have an algorithm. It. You've already seen it. <laughs> we need an algorithm. Yeah, that's for sure. But this is how simple this is. This is really just a follow the leader kind of a deal. And there's that's what you should do. That right there. <laughs> that should sum it up for you. Yep. Follow the leader. Oh, okay. I can do so, that. I played that in leader. kindergarten. Not me. Not me. The. Uh, oh, the. Him. him. Capital example, H. Jesus. Here, God. Yeah. Here's what started this whole conversation for us together. And we decided that this is something we need to share. With, there are, unfortunately, there are some churches. I don't know if I would say denominations necessarily or, you know, full groups. Um, if they don't want to consider themselves denominations. But I think that there are some congregations, some groups of, within a church that are being taught Christians are not to be involved in politics. They're being taught you should sit down, that let them deal with them, separation of church and state. And it's, it's not that it's the people in government telling us that, it's the people in the church telling us that. Right. And then we pointed out, I believe on the second episode, who really would want us to be quiet in silence? The enemy. The enemy. The D-E devil. Yes, the devil. that's right. I was going to spell it, but I'm like, I'm just going to get straight to saying it. Because <laughs> yeah. my spelling's not always so good. The he evil. wants us to be quiet, but no. The evil one. Yeah. So, um, the evil. exactly. <sighs> that You silence the good. You know, there's an old quote that says that evil exists because good people do nothing. Right. Boom. And so the enemy wants you to do nothing, wants you to do nothing in your life, wants you to do nothing in your family, wants you to do nothing in your community, and definitely wasn't, does not want you involved in the world politics that he's trying to corrupt and run. That is the truth. So as a Christian, we thought, 
Yeah, but I mean, nowadays, especially, there is so much. I mean, especially since the turn of the century. Oh my gosh, technology has brought us to a whole nother level. A whole nother level. Just today, just so you guys know, and you may have similar situations here, which I'm, I'm, I mean, definitely share. Today, I was at a lunch where at this luncheon, um, this woman who is running a um, ministry organization here in this area, it's called Hope Choice. She got up and she was talking about how, uh, I mean, this is a Christian run organization and they're one of the largest, not in area, but in the amount of people that they see amount of people at hope choice. It's been around since I think 88, she said it started. And there's been people, the young ladies who find themselves in a tough situation, feel like they're pregnant. They go to hope choice, they go in and then hope choice sits down and tells them, these are your options, tries to help them, gives them free services, free sonogram, free, all that kind of stuff, takes care of them and guides them through it, teaches them. You can be a parent, you can put them up for adoption, but then also educates them on the option of abortion, not to show them this is a way out, but to show them these are the consequences that come from it. Yes, it's a choice, but then what they do is they address whatever situation it is that that person, because usually it's something within their life. This is what she is sharing with us today. There's something within their life. Like, you know, they may lose that scholarship. They may be fired at work. Their, their parents might kick them out. Their, their boyfriend's going to break up with them or something that will happen that having this child will make a negative um, circumstance in their life. So what they do is hope choice helps them with that situation helps them in that spot and then they typically she said just this last year there were 760 760 women who young women who came to their organization that they're more they have over a thousand a month and they have four different locations all the way up into wyoming now but anyways, they have over a thousand a month that come in, but they had 760 women who their first thought was abortion. That's mm. what they were coming in. I'm going to have an abortion. How can I get that done? And they ministered to them and 747 of them changed their mind. Wow. That's huge. Wow. That is huge. But here's what she said. She said early on, you knew there was a stereotype to the women, the young ladies that were coming in. They're usually they have a broken home, some kind of a rough home situation, uh, not raised in the church, you know, those kinds of things. And those were the, the young ladies that were coming into their ministry. But since 2000, she said it's totally changed. Now it's young women who have full intact, both parents, healthy homes, involved in church, committed their lives to Christ. That's now the people that are coming in hmm. and said, it's no longer just because you're in church. Are you separated from it because of technology? Hmm. Technology has made it to where our lives have changed. The parents, we had no idea what was happening. And I was just barely becoming a parent at the beginning of the two thousands, but parents had no idea how to handle, you know, the internet and smartphones. And they didn't know they've never seen that before. 
And so we had to learn. And sometimes we learn by falling on our face. And unfortunately, there's a generation that's really having to come up from that. But anyways, my whole point there is in politics and government, because we have this different world that we're in, we're going to face some conflict when it comes to voting or being involved. Um, before we jump deeper into that and how we can handle that, um, either of you guys have anything that you want to share similar or along those lines? This is not Matt Russell's show. This is Whitlife. We're all part of that. Um, not off the top of my head. I don't have anything like, you know, examples I, I, of like what you dealt, dealt with. What? But I know what? Mr. Jared. Jared's got something he just grasped. Yeah, just off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if you saw me grab that, but you this it. thought that it was about to escape me, uh, I grabbed it before it could leave. And off the top of my head, I'm remembering an incident when I was back in the day leading a youth group. And it used to be where I would be discussing things such as, there's the notes, um, oh. discussing things just as, I'll say it again, there you go. Um, uh, premarital um or not premarital well premarital sex and then obviously led to pregnancies and stuff that's something that was dressing more in the high school upper high school age but what i've discovered is during a certain time is that age where there was potential to have that conversation of i don't know what i'm going to do i'm pregnant started lowering and pretty soon it was earlier and earlier and earlier. And it kind of coincides with what you were talking about, Matt, with the whole technology thing and the turn of the century and 2000s to the point where there was a time uh, where there was a young lady in our community that was 11 years old. Mm -hmm. 11 years old, faced with, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'm pregnant and I'm like, oh, she's 11. And uh, times certainly they are a change in. Um, and that's just where a lot of our, our shift needed to, to come as far as how we approached even the different topics and the things that we were discussing in uh, youth ministry. It was, we need to reach them younger and we need to start having some of these conversations about um, some real tough issues and helping them to prevent some things from happening to cause them to continue to go down a path where they're um, not valuing themselves as individuals and things like that. So um, that all being said, uh, kind of lines up with, you know, the ideology that people have or they're, they're developing um, regarding their involvement in politics, because the reality is this, what I discovered, and at least the, the youth that I was involved with is the majority of the young people who had highly involved parents who um, supported them, knew where they were, knew who they were hanging around, um, had controls over some of their social media stuff. Those were the ones that were kind of, I don't want to say totally safe, but they were a little bit more safeguarded. Those who were just like, oh, well, that's kind of their room. I don't want to intrude. And they were just kind of uh, less involved. They're the ones that were then living with consequences that they didn't want. I liken that to what we're talking about today. Christians 
not being involved in politics, not being involved in some of the decisions that are, are being made. I mean, if you just look at candidates that we've had to choose from over the last, well, let's just say 10 years, mm. I'm not so sure that the quality has gotten much better. I think the quality of candidates, um, even up into the presidential elections, I think the quality has kind of diminished a little bit for a lot of people. And you're just going, I don't really want to choose either, you know, and uh, that's not a healthy approach either. But I said, I'll have to say this, we need to be involved yes. in politics and we can't live a separated life because like we discussed on previous episodes, where you go, that's where the, the, um, the sanctity is. That's where the, uh, uh, what, what was that word we were using? Oh, sacred. Uh, sacred. That's where the yeah, sacred, sacred, sacred. place is. So got to be involved. And, and you, you just kind of briefly mentioned in the voting process, um, you can have some conflict in that voting process, can't you? Oh, so, yeah. I mean, as we get ready for gearing up for another um, cycle, I guess, of voting and getting into that election uh, timeframes and stuff, Matt, what are some things, or, or Troy, what are some things that we can do as believers to prepare ourselves to be ready to be involved and, um, I don't want to say vote correctly, but vote the way that um, a maybe a Christian who has some values that they're holding on to really just some guidelines to help us to make good choices. Cause isn't that what we want for our kids? That's what we wanted for that 11 year old girl was for her to make good choices. So what can we do to help equip people um, that may be listening today um, as they prepare to maybe go into a voting booth? You guys have any insights or any tips or suggestions? Uh, by all means, we haven't got it all figured out, right? I mean, we're just kind of, throwing some suggestions out there, just like most parents I know, they don't have it all figured out. They're doing the best they can. And, um, but there's some guidelines that they can use to be better parents. What about in preparing ourselves to, uh, let's just say maybe go vote or be involved in the political arenas. You guys have any well, insights on that? Definitely. Here's, we're going to, I want to dig, you know, deeper into that exact thing and giving some good, this is a, a good guide to follow, or at least some, some good steps, but I would say when we're in any of this, you never want to do it mm -hmm. alone. You want the Holy spirit right there with you. Oh, there you go. You That's want, you one. want to really have the Holy spirit involved. And it's not that you're leading the Holy spirit in. you need to be following the Holy spirit where he's going. He needs to be a part. But one thing that Troy had talked about in a previous episode, I'm pretty confident here in this um, memory that just hit me. Uh, yeah. You know, sometimes it's wrong. But he was talking about um, uh, that something that's very similar. I know, Jared, you're just alluding to it with the schools, mm -hmm. for example, yeah. with, with um, parenting. We didn't know. We didn't know how to, so therefore we didn't. Um, you know, in the schools, there's stuff coming into the schools, and parents have been used to just kind of sitting back and trusting the schools. When we yeah. had yeah, Jamie Haynes, we're going to have her back yes. on sometime soon, but she she was focusing on that and saying, you know, while we're not active, the enemy's stepping in because mm. there's a void and he's feeling it. But the thing was, uh, I'm pretty sure, Troy, you talked about there's some inventions that come across, new things that we're hit with, you know, like technological advancements, maybe uh, in the 50s that might have not been in the family and then all of a sudden is in the family. And then, you know, there's 
the separation. It might have been Jared, but I'm pretty sure it was Troy. But either way, we discussed it, and Troy's capable here uh, for sure. So whenever these new things, new technologies hit, we don't know what to do with them. Mm-hmm. Rather than grabbing hold of them and using them for good, now I'm thinking it was more Jared, we sit back and just allow them because there's that confusion, right? So, I mean, how, Troy, can you, that's kind of a slow pitch to you, even though I think it was Jared who brought it up originally, but we discussed it and tossed it back and forth. Yeah. I mean, how does that relate to this in politics? Well, that's a uh, the whole TV thing. I think that's what Jared was talking about. Was that it is. when TV came out? Good job, Jared. Way to and pick the, it up, buddy. And the the if I understand the story correctly, when it was mass produced or when it was invented, it was actually invented by a Christian, and his idea was so that we could expedite the gospel to the world. Was share it over a visual radio if you will and the church freaked the flip out on it mm-hmm. and yeah. attacked the man and said it was witchcraft said it was all this crazy stuff and i don't know why as people who call ourselves the church that we have to go down that road of attacking our own soldiers we shoot ourselves in the foot so many times um I think with with what has happened, if you know, you go through every generation, um, especially since let's just say since the late 1800s, when technologies and different things were starting to come, we got into the industrial age, and then we got into you know space race and all those type of things. Everything had a different uh, learning curve to go with it, and the last ones to always kind of catch on were the Christians. <laughs> it's just kind of like no this is how we did it and we're gonna sit our butts in our pews and just kind of sing the same hymn song over preach. and over and over preach brother troy preach. and uh, and and you know every i heard it, i heard it put this way when god made when he had moves happen so he you know he would have a, a healing crusade and then he would have you know words of knowledge and unique miracles and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit or the re outpouring um, of the Holy Spirit, Azusa street, and all these different deals, whatever outpouring or whatever miracle or whatever thing would happen, it would, as us humans, we would kind of segregate it. Well, that's the faith people. They just, they believe nothing. They just talk on faith. Oh, that's those charismatics they're a little wild oh then you got your tongue talkers and then you got your baptists they're good they'll go out and save people and everyone wants to segregate everything when god's actually building a staircase for us to go from glory to glory go higher and higher where we build on each one of them we don't segregate and just stay a baptist we don't stay a methodist we move with that glory and I think that's where we're at today is that um, Hosea 4, 6, it says, uh, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Amen. And so when we look into all of what we're doing, we can't be this 1980s, I've probably said this before, we can't be this 1980s American mentality that the government is good. They're, 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 they've got our back. 
we can't go, yep, schools, that's what, you know, we send our kids to schools because they're going to take care of everything and then they're going to go to college and they're going to get a, a degree and then they're going to go get a job. That's, that's mm. that right there is where we're at today. People who have literally no idea what's going on. You can't speak yeah. intelligently with people anymore because they've been spoon fed for so long that they just regurgitate an answer. They do not cognitively think. They're just like, one plus one is two. Well, thank mm -hmm. you. Great. Why are you saying well, that? Actually, with Common Core, as long as you can prove it to me, uh, I'll believe three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so the this this idea of we just, it's going to sound bad, but we just stay in our lane. Mm -hmm. We just do our little thing until you know we retire and then, we say, it's all done. We'll go play golf. And then two years later, you're dead. Mm -hmm. It's not how this is anymore. There's no yeah. retirement. There's not going to be a retirement. Afraid to, you know, bust a lot of people's bubbles. I'm not talking about having enough money set back where you don't have to work as hard. But you have to be in this game until you're dead. Mm -hmm. You have to serve a purpose, whatever it is. And so this, this idea of my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, we have to break open the books. We have to get involved with some councils and groups and different things that we bounce ideas off of. We dissect stuff. We don't just take something for face value because that's how school taught us was, oh, there's a person at the front of the room. He told us what to do. We regurgitate that answer and we move on. No, question it. Go, whoa, whoa, whoa. The Bible tells us to uh, test every spirit. Take every thought captive, good and bad. It's not, it's not oh, if I had a dirty thought about somebody or, or whatever. No, no. Every thought needs to be taken captive. You have to ask these questions. If you are afraid of asking questions or asking questions is an enemy to you, you are the enemy. You are the problem that we're dealing with right now. Mm -hmm. I was thinking of, um, you know, people as they're preparing to go into the voting booth and they haven't done any prep work because all they're doing is listening to it. Um, what somebody else who maybe may or may not have done their homework, what they're saying, their interpretation of this issue or that issue or this candidate or that candidate. And then they just go in and they go, well, it's just for four years. When the reality is the decisions that we make in the voting booth used to be ones that we would, um, you know, contemplate for a while and people would take the time to have the debates and have the discussions, talk about real issues. This is earlier on in, in the political arenas and stuff. And it wasn't as much about a personality contest as it was about actual political views and and things that were important and there was actual debating going on and things like that. And people would then cast their ballots based upon what they saw to be um, good choices for the future and not for just their future, but for their kids' future and their grandkids' future because they, they took it that seriously. Now you come up with some people that go, ah, I'm just not gonna vote at all. Well, that's not great. Um, I was talking to a pastor friend of mine today. I'm gonna be actually ministering in his church this Sunday. And one of the things that I, told him as I shared this um, 
it was a statement that was made by a, an older uh, Baptist preacher that had a conversation with a number of us were sitting at lunch, I believe one day, and he had been pastoring for like probably about 40 years or more at, at a particular church. And one of the things he gave us is a word of advice because we asked him as younger, younger men, we said, hey, Pastor, Pastor Larry, what wisdom could you impart to us that would help us as we lead people? And he started thinking about it and he started thinking back to when he first got started. And he said, you know, this is probably what I would say is early on in my ministry, I kept people spiritually immature by doing things for them. They should have been doing for themselves. Now you're sitting there listening right now and you're going, well, I'm just going to vote the way so-and-so votes because I think they do their homework. So I'm going to copy off of their paper. I'm going to have their political views, or this is my favorite news station. So whoever they say to vote for, that's who I'm going to vote for. Well, how does it line up with the word of God, right? How does it line up with that council? Mm -hmm. And uh, Matt, you mentioned earlier, having the Holy Spirit there with us and stuff. That's so important. And uh, it's vitally important because a lot of times we do just follow the leader, but it's not the, the leader. It's not God almighty. It's not the Bible, the, 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 you know, the blueprint for our lives. It's not any of that. That's, that is the standard. That is the best election guide that there is. And it's called the B-I-B-L-E, God's word. And mm-hmm. if we get into that and we allow Holy Spirit to lead us and, and guide us, we're going to be voting correctly, even if we are faced with the choice of candidates that are less than desirable. Oh, the yeah. other thing we could do is we can be involved, and I'd encourage anybody out there who is, uh, it, it is a dangerous place to go, the political realm, the political arena, and uh, a lot of people, their faith gets eaten up, but if you have the Motsi, to go after it and you feel God is calling you to that arena. I want to encourage you to do it. We need some godly men and women to vote for that can make it clearer to us who are people who want to exercise our, our rights to go and vote that privilege that we have to go vote. We want to vote for you run, run in the next election. So we can vote for you, whether you're in city council, the school board, uh, for mayor of your city, for state officials, um, for even the president of the United States, if you're listening to this and you feel God is calling you to that arena, please get involved, give us some better choices. And I think that is the long game that is going to help us in this. But in the short game, what are some other um, tips that you guys could possibly see as far as uh, when we are faced with the decisions of candidates and how they vote or maybe Mix in son, you can't separate who they are. So maybe they have some quirks or some mm-hmm. choices in their lifestyles that you go, that I don't agree with that. But hey, you know, on some of the issues of biblical proportion, they're in alignment with me. So you know, it's like it's kind of an interesting place to be in. And and there's lots of states where that's exactly the case. Uh, yeah. The candidate that they have the choice, uh, the choices to vote for. One of them, we talked about abortion earlier. It's clearly in the word of God that God's not for it. I mean, he's for life. 
you know? So if there's a candidate who's supporting that and there's another candidate, maybe that's um, not supporting it and is pro-life and uh, it's not the only issue, but it's a, it's kind of one that's easy to kind of call out and it's pretty easy to kind of know what side God's on. Right. So, and, but wait, what about this pro-life person who maybe has, um, well, some questionable personality uh, choices, you know, what, what do we do? Do we go with the person who is in favor of the abortions, which is clearly against it, that maybe dresses properly and looks clean cut? Or do we go with the one that's kind of quirky and uh, go, oh, wow, that I don't agree with that, but they're supporting some of the issues and their track record shows that they're voting along a closer biblical line than this other person. So I'm conflicted. Oh, yeah. how, do we, how do we sort that out? Matt, you were sharing some well, insights earlier and I thought it was brilliant. Why don't you speak to that so that you can help us out, uh, those of us that are listening, as we think? kind of you know get closer to the end of this episode, as well as getting closer to uh, <laughs> people having to face that choice. What are some insights? Well, here's you can the big thing. Well, there's a few big things, but here's two big things. One, you can't sit around and do nothing and okay. then complain about the outcome. You can't do it. You can't. That's that's one thing. In fact, here it talks about in Proverbs 24, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Then your poverty will come as a robber mm-hmm. and your want like an armed man. Those are the things you don't want in your life. You don't want those things creeping up on you, but it's not because they crept up. It's because you you weren't doing anything. You weren't taking action. You were sitting back and just going, I'll just wait until, you know, the that tuesday in november and then i'll get involved Mm -hmm. then no that is not what you should be doing as a christian that is just laziness and on that point again i still have a second one for this but and then i'll jump straight into that what jared's uh referring to the second thing is um with uh, i'll jump to that second one then because apparently the viewfinder took that one from me so anyways um there's a, there's a guy that we, we met recently, Troy and I did. We had some amazing coffee with him. And the thing that he said was so astounding. Uh, he said a lot of things, but one of them was he works in construction. He's actually, he oversees crews for commercial construction. And he said, not everyone there is a believer. Not everyone there is following Christ. He is, but not all of them are. But when he's running a crew, they feel the difference. Because, and here's the key, this goes all the way back to these past three episodes, he's walking in that anoint, the anointing, he's walking in that life contract in agreement with it, he's walking in it in his life, therefore God's blessing is following him. So when he's over a job, they say it's like it's just easier. I mean, not that things don't go wrong, but they're, they're handled differently. It seems like the day goes smoother. There's less stress. There, you know, all those things. There's more peace and joy. Why? Well, because he's our he's overseeing this this project. Well, imagine if we took that into politics. Imagine if we were walking in that anointing, if we walked in the authority and that confidence because of that life contract, because we were made in his image, because we are the temple, we know that when we walk into a situation, God's with us. Yeah. 
God's with us. We're bringing the Holy Spirit with us. So if we do that and we take that into politics, you're going to have people who rise up. You're going to. And this brings me back to that other point. You're going to have some resistance. But the amazing thing, if we, will, we look at just two teams here, now there's multiple teams. So let's just look at two teams. One of the reasons that I hear from Christians as to why they don't get involved until the very end is they say this, I'm, I'm too busy. Okay, well, think about life today. Everyone's getting too busy. What is it that's making us so busy? It's almost like the enemy is wanting us to be too busy so that we feel like we can't get involved. Well, then why in the world are all the people on the other team not busy yep why are they not busy enough that they can be involved but we're so busy that we can't then you're almost conceding you're giving up and just forfeiting the entire thing get over it you need to focus your life to where you're not feeling like you're so busy i'll tell you where you're so busy you know how much time we spend on social media that makes you feel really busy. Mm. I mean, we're, we say, I don't have time to get involved in politics or government because I'm trying to spend all my free time with my family. Okay, let's be honest with yourself. Be honest. So how much of your time is spent where? Because you're using your family now as a crutch as to why you can't be involved in the area that you've been called. You would be involved to be because involved of in. your family. Yes. My family needs me to be involved. Exactly, Troy. We should be. So we need to be involved at all those different levels. Every bit of those levels. And uh, two minutes. We have two minutes warning. So we need to be involved in all of it. But here's the key. In fact, I believe in California this year, there's going to be some conflict for some Christians. Because there's a specific candidate that's running who's very conservative in many of his views. And that candidate has most of the issues lined up with the way Christians would want, very biblical in most things, but it's his lifestyle that people look at and say, I don't know if I can vote for someone who's living that way. That's not biblical. Well, who did Jesus hang out with? Them crazy folk. Yeah. Jesus hung out with the sinners, but he did it. Because he wanted to show them. He wanted to be able to reach those. He, he's not, he says it's the sick that need healing, not the well. So he yeah. went to that. He went to them to preach to them and to talk to them, to help them. Well, same thing here. We need to be caring and loving and guiding and, and be there for people. But there's, there's big phases when you talk about politics and government, when, especially with voting. One would be, the preliminary kind of um, the, the first round where you're trying to actually pick the candidate. So during those primaries, you can start look because most of the time there's multiple people there and there's many people who may be close on issues. So right now I've got a lot of people that are going to vote pretty similarly. I'm going to look at character. I'm going to look at fruit. I'm going to look at, you know, the things that they've said, their history, their, so, because I know they're all pretty similar on those issues. I agree with them on the issues. Therefore, I know that I can start to get choosy. Now, let's say that there's five different candidates and I choose candidate two. We'll call it Bob. So, Bob, we're voting for Bob. 
and Bob is, um, you know, right in their line with us, but Bob doesn't win the primary. Someone else wins the primary and it happens to be someone who's living a lifestyle that we just really don't agree with. Okay. You had your chance. You got involved. You supported. You went out there. You did everything you could. Bob didn't win. That's okay. What do you have to do now? Unfortunately, a lot of Christians will say, well, I just can't vote for someone who's wearing a dress. I'm sorry. So you're not going to vote and you're going to allow the murderer to win? You can't do that. You can't. You cannot say, because of the sin that's in their life, I can't vote for them. How about hypocrite? And does that fit? Why aren't you running then if you're so perfect? Right. The thing is, we look at their character in the primaries. But once we have our candidate, you have to support them. You can love on them. You can try to show them, hey, you realize this really is sin. But when it comes to the polls, I'm voting for you because I know that you're going to be pro-life. If that's one of those big, that for me, that's the number one. That's the top one. Right now, abortion is number one for me. I am pro-life. I will vote pro-life. So if I've got someone who's outwardly living a gay lifestyle, but they're pro-life, and that's my only option, I'm voting pro-life. And when someone else comes up and says, oh, you're a hypocrite, you're voting for someone who's gay, I say, no, I'm not a hypocrite. I'm voting the issues that are supportive of the Bible. I'm going to love and accept the person who's a sinner because I'm also a sinner. Yep. I think that with um, principles, they're, they're foundational. People are a moving picture. Where they are now doesn't mean where they will be. And I've followed one individual for many, many years. And he had a dirty mouth and was very flamboyant, extremely flamboyant. This last year, he got saved. Mm -hmm. He was, I mean, flaming gay, but extremely conservative. He was anti-abortion, anti-murder. He was pro-2A. He was all these things, but he was flaming gay. The moving picture to today, he's now saved mm -hmm. and on fire for God. People can be redeemed. People can be redeemed. Dead babies are still dead. The principles are the foundation to our decisions. Mm -hmm. Now, it doesn't mean we don't hold these people accountable because what they say to us, they need to uphold. Right. So if they say, I'm pro, you know, pro life and I'm pro 2A and, you know, all the things that we would consider, you know, biblical mindsets and then they turn on those things they need to be held accountable mm -hmm. they lied to us that doesn't mean we chose wrong they lied to us so it'll be upon them and so i fully agree um you know we've we've kind of walked around it but uh bruce is in the runnings and the man has some confusions some severe confusions. Um, 
I've even seen some deals where he was interviewed and he is now searching out, will God accept me in heaven? And so he's, he's on the verge of, of having that whole thing flipped again. But the man is very conservative. He stands with the principles of, of the Bible, but his life at this moment, he's not a picture. He's a moving picture. It's a growth. Right now, he's, he's in confusion. But who's to say in six months, God shows up in his life in a much stronger way, and he falls to his knees and is completely changed. We voted for the principles. Now the man's changed. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I agree. I agree as, completely. As Christians, I think that we have to, because it's so messed up now, because it's so ingrained into multiple generations that we just sit back and, you know, take our spoonful and then regurgitate it back to our buddies that it's, it's going to be a lot harder than it was four or five generations ago mm-hmm. because those people actually thought and there was a, a society that thought, well, today we are in the minority who want to ask questions and go, but why, but how, what, what's, tell me this. It's going to be a lot harder. We are going to have to grit our teeth plant our feet, stand our ground, and do the hard work. There's there's no two ways about this. We lean in on the Holy Spirit, rest in his shalom, and just get after it. Mm-hmm. There's no Amen. more sitting back and just hoping that God shows up in some miraculous cloud and everything just changes. No, he uses us because he gave us the authority here on earth. Exactly. So... I do hope that with this, that we've helped in this process. I mean, there's more podcasts to come. There's, there's more episodes that we can dig deeper and deeper. And, and where you want us to dig deeper, let us know. Info at walkingintruthministries.org. Send us an email. Ask that we talk about a specific topic. Um, or just ask for us to expand on something that we've talked about. Or maybe if you have a question, send that in. But remember, we want to hear those prayer requests and we want to know about those blessings. Amen. But the biggest key is God's the one in charge. We need to seek after his will. And then we cannot sit on the sidelines. We have to get out there and actually be actively involved or we're going to lose it all. But it's seeking him first. And then his kingdom come. Well, I hope this next week with this, you're able to live the wit life a little bit better. And uh, we look forward to uh, the next episode. Until then, thank you. And we love you. Thank you for joining us today. You are the reason why we do this podcast and you are truly a blessing to us. We would love to hear from you. Whether you'd like to comment or ask questions about this episode, give us ideas for future topics to discuss, or if you just need to reach out and hear back from one of us, you can do so by leaving us a message from the podcast or by going to walkingintruthministries.org. And then you could also send us an email at witministries.tx at gmail.com. That is wit, W-I-T, ministries.tx at gmail.com. 
And finally, it would be a huge blessing to us if you would like our podcast and go to our Walking in Truth Facebook page and by liking us there too. Again, thank you and God bless.